1234 at WRBI uh, with the mayor's daily briefing uh, on tap right now. With us is the mayor of Batesville, Indiana. It is Mike Bettis. Probably get to say Indiana like I need to say that around here, but you probably get confused. Sometimes you get calls thinking they're calling Arkansas or someplace. Oh, right? we do. <laughs> What's the funniest uh, one of those you've gotten before? Oh, w- w- uh, it, somebody didn't get their trash picked up in Batesville, Arkansas, <laughs> and they were so I- irate. And it took a while to be able to have a normal conversation, but it, we did finally were able to uh, help her and and. Uh, uh, have a chuckle at the end. So, oh, that's funny. I've never asked you that before. I just thought it'd be a good time to run that by. It's one of those things. Like then they feel like uh, the Gilda Radner character at the end of after going off on you. And like, never mind. Never you know? mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, some serious stuff to talk about, including our numbers that uh, just came out at noon. Of course, uh, Ripley County with 2,057 confirmed cases of COVID-19 thus far. Franklin County 983. Decatur County uh, 1,792. And Dearborn County with 3,135. That is a total of almost 8,000 at this point for that four-county area. It's 7,967 uh, total positive test results for Ripley, Franklin, Decatur, and Dearborn County. That's up 385, uh, sorry, 384 since Friday. Uh, so, you know, high volumes in our area hospitals of COVID-19 patients right now, Mayor. There is, and, and it's that way... Uh, locally and all across southeastern indiana including both cincinnati and indianapolis and so there is a a high volume everywhere and there's a lot of people who are sick and in the hospital and so it's um it's been it was rather interesting this weekend that we had very high numbers on saturday and sunday 150 basically each day and then only 84 today and so it's a smaller number and so it was interesting how that took such a I'll say a dive in one day, but it's still here. It's still being passed around and the hospitals are full. And so we just all need to do our, our part that we can to make sure we don't get to a point where we have overloaded the hospitals with sick people and, and make it so that they don't have a chance to be successful in taking care of their patients. Uh, we, we just want to do our best to, to keep this under control the best we can. And of course, some great news over the weekend from the CDC that we're all very excited about, but this is not going to really filter down into our daily lives for a while, seems like. That's right. And so uh, it, it, it is good news. And so the, over the weekend, the CDC did uh, issue a emergency use authorization for the vaccine from, from that was developed by Pfizer. And so this is the first of a, several vaccines that are out there. And so they uh, started shipping it uh, yesterday. They shipped some yesterday. They're shipping more today. Uh, and so at some point, the, our local hospital, Margaret Mary Health, is expecting to get a shipment in. And then they will start um, doing, giving the immunization process for healthcare workers in our area. And so um, in, in the first phase of the vaccination, the plan is to take care of healthcare workers, healthcare professionals, and then also those people who live and work in long-term care facilities. And so um, that's been, that was the priority list. And so they're, they're hoping to get that started then this week and start getting people uh, and certainly healthcare workers to get them in, immunized so that they can build up uh, the immunities for it. It will take two shots. And, and so it's kind of a, a I don't say difficult, but it's a rather involved process. So you have, they have to keep the vaccine super cold 
and you have to get two shots for it to be effective. And so you have to wait three weeks between the shots. And so there's a lot, lot of going on, a lot of people really working hard to try to pull this thing together. Uh, and, and so they're doing their very best. And, and so there will be a lot of information coming over the next couple of months as far as where we're at with the different vaccines and which ones have been approved. And then when will they be available? And then what groups will they be looking to vaccinate next? And so there'll be a lot happening. And so we'll probably end up be talking about this for quite a while. Um, but for the average everyday person, uh, what happened, uh, the vaccines that are coming now probably will not be, you'll probably not have an opportunity for at this point. It might be a couple, three months before we're in a position that we can start looking at vaccinating a much larger population of people. Uh, but that, that is coming. And so it's good news. And we're, and we're finally at this point in the game. Another thing we can, uh, of course, all do to help slow the spread of the virus is to get that flu shot. This is uh, definitely a good year that you, you want to get that because you get the flu, you're more susceptible to other things, maybe even COVID-19. Uh, also, as soon as you feel like you need to be tested, do it. I mean, it, there's no reason not to. It is free. It's pretty plentiful throughout the WRBI listening area. You can get uh, tested free of charge. No need for a doctor referral or anything, whether you have insurance or not. Doesn't cost you a penny, uh, and the following places have it: uh, Osgood at the Ripley County Fairgrounds, Greensburg at the former Decatur County Jail. Those two locations in operation weekdays, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then also the uh, COVID-19 testing site in Brookville uh, is next to the Franklin County EMS station, 608 East Seventh Street, and there uh, they have a white tent for drive-through testing, and that's four to nine weekdays. And they're open the first three Saturdays of the month, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. This coming Saturday will be the uh, third Saturday of the month, so it should be one more Saturday there. Uh, also, another thing I know we wanted to talk about is something we touched on last week. Pretty neat promotion uh, that uh, our local uh, Batesville chamber has come up with that I hope folks will take note of. And, you know, if you're like me and you're a last-minute shopper, you probably don't have your gifts for everybody yet, so you can still participate in this. That's right. And so... Uh Tricia Miller, executive director here at the Batesville Area Chamber of Commerce, issued a challenge last week for all of us to uh, to buy local and to shift some of our monthly budgets. And what she suggested was if we just shift shift ten dollars from our monthly budget from maybe buying something over the internet or from somewhere else, and to invest that money in in locally owned independent businesses as a way to support them and help and help rescue our businesses at the same time and so ten dollars a month is not a huge sum of money but it will make a big difference for those local businesses and so uh like you i'm terrible at buying gifts and 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 so i i am one of those in that group that will be scrambling around late in the game trying to make sure i i get uh, presents for my for my wife and for my daughters and so uh, i encourage everybody to uh consider buying locally uh think small and take care of our own uh, and we can certainly if i know we have ordered takeout of uh, more than normal here recently mm-hmm. and we've also uh um, will be i'll be i'm sure i'll be one of those buying gift certificates for my family members is another way to support our local businesses so if you'll just Consider uh, looking out for our local folks, uh, uh, wherever local is for you, if that's in Batesville, if it's in Greensburg, if it's in Lawrenceburg, 
if it's no matter where that location might be, if you would consider uh, buying through your local businesses and help them survive this, that would be that would be great. Yeah, and now in my defense, I didn't say I was horrible at giving gifts. I'm pretty good at giving gifts. I just wait to the last minute. But so it sounds like you're admitting that you're horrible at it. So what's the worst gift you've ever given? You never you didn't give like your wife a, a mop or something one time, did you? Oh my gosh, uh, I, I could go on for hours about this, and I'm sure that I would not be welcomed home afterwards. Okay. And, and so, uh, but maybe one day when all this is through, okay. it would be a fun, uh, uh, a fun story at at a local uh, drinking establishment. It might be, a, it, might, it might take me a while though. Yeah, hell, we can do that. <laughs> we can. It might take two or three of them. Huh? All right. Well, we can do that. Well, if nothing else, sir, I guess I do five plus one, right? That's right. And so I talk about these all the time, and so I'll take another chance to do so. Uh, So make sure if you're out and about to make sure you stop multiple times through the day to wash your hands and do your best not to touch your face. That is certainly one of the ways that we can help slow down the spread if if you don't bring that virus up to your face after touching things. If you need to cough or sneeze to do so in your elbow or into a tissue to slow down the spread of droplets throughout a room, stay more than six feet away from each other, uh, that distance has been found to be a, a, a great way to help slow down the spread and protect yourself and protect others. Um, one that I th- wish that we would all do a little bit better job at is stay home if you're feeling sick. Now, there's lots of examples of the virus being passed from one person to the next where uh, they went to an event that maybe uh, was not l- that urgent and unfortunately, unknowingly spread the virus from one person to the next. So if you're st- feeling st- sick, please stay home. And if, if at all possible, wear a mask. I know we talk about it a lot, uh, but that is one of the ways to slow down those droplets and protect yourself and your family. Uh, all this right now is in an effort to try to slow down the spread so as to not overload the hospitals. Uh, there's a lot happening uh, at hospitals across uh, southeastern Indiana, and we just need to do what we can to help slow it down so we don't overwork them. Because they're right now, they're looking at double duty. They're going to be looking at taking care of patients in the hospital and doing the vaccinations and um, getting people vaccinated for this virus. And so they, they've got two big jobs happening at the same time that really important for the long-term health of our communities. And so if we can help them, uh, that would be great. All right, Mayor Mike Battis of the city of Batesville with us again on the Mayor's Daily Briefing today, sir. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Have a good day. We'll talk to you Wednesday. All right. Thank you so much.